is a podcast for women of color where we talk about what we're going through, y'all. And I'm your host, Karen Davis Thompson. And uh, this is an episode I've been promising for a few weeks now. It's an update on my baby girl. And I thought this was an appropriate time to do it as October will usher in World Mental Health Day. Um, So just an update on her and just a few words. You know, I love words um, that come to mind for those of us who are caring for um, others, whether it's a, a family member who's elderly or sick or someone with special needs, um, you got to take care of you. And so I want to make sure that I stress that as well today. So just a quick update. So my baby girl, first of all, very quickly for those who may be new to the podcast, she was the reason I started it. Uh, In My Shoes is a reference to the assumptions that people would make about life raising a child with multiple diagnoses. For years, people thought I was the one that was uh, that I was a little cray cray. <laughs> they thought I was the one with the problem and that I was making up stuff and I was seeing stuff that wasn't there. Um, for years, they thought that I was the one that was the issue, that I was, you know, reading too much into things. I was seeing things that weren't really there. And um, only as she's gotten older and she's a bit more independent that uh, people are beginning to see like whoa (laughs) so I started it because it's easy for you to comment when you don't know what it's like in my shoes and that's where the title comes from and I think that's true for a lot of us who are in underrepresented groups who are people of color Um, folks don't really know what we're dealing with on on a regular basis they don't know what it's like in our shoes and so that's where the title comes from and um, she has been diagnosed with multiple diagnoses. Uh, she's on the spectrum. She has a mental health disorder, um, ADHD. Um, some sensory issues are in there as well. And she has not been on her meds for, oh my gosh, it's been almost a year. And um, I have to admit, she's doing better than I thought she would. Um, she's cobbling it together somehow. I have learned that... Um, it's best for me to just be there for her when she reaches out in whatever way I can be and not try to make it um, the way I would want it to be for her because, um, and I know this sounds weird because I do know that she has um, a mental health disorder, but she does know right from wrong. Um, You know, this is the life that she is choosing to live and I can't make her live the one that I want her to live, if that makes sense. And I know that's true of all children, Uh, But especially when you have a child who part of her wants to prove that she can do it on her own. Uh, And so what happens is I get the phone call when something happens and she can't figure it out. Um, And so I am easing into that role of, you know, my job here is to just guide her as much as I can, make sure she understands there are consequences. Um, You know, I'll give you an example. So she gets assistance with food. And every few years you have to uh, reevaluate and they do an interview. She didn't want to do the interview, so she wouldn't talk to the people, right? Well, the downside to that is you don't get to decide what to eat. Now, that's my daughter. I'm not going to let her starve. But we're not going to go to the grocery store and you act like, you know, you could just pick up the shrimp and the whatever you want. You know, I, whatever I'm fixing, whatever I'm cooking, whatever I'm bringing you, this is what you're eating. Because if you want to be able to choose, you need to deal with answering these folks' questions. I even told her if they um, will allow, say, hey, can I get my mom or the person who helps me on the phone because you may ask questions that you know I don't understand what you're asking which is what she ultimately did but she had to get there on her own and I had to allow that even though it was very difficult for me and she has good days and bad days um on the bad days it's when I really wish she was on her meds um because they kept they keep her a little even 
and um, maybe help her to think a little clearer. I'm still not making the most rational or adult decisions, but um, when she was on the meds, it's a little easier for me to reason with her uh, before she got really frustrated, you know, like I was talking about the thing with the food and then she got frustrated about, um, you know, once we got it approved and I had the information she needed um, and I was talking to her about when I could get it to her and because it wasn't happening the way she wanted, it was like, well, just forget it. I just won't do that then. Well, you got to eat, fam. I, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. Um, and I've learned not to get agitated. I just say, okay. And eventually she comes around and so that is the way I've been dealing with it. Um, she was in an apartment for a while. Uh, Y'all know there was all this COVID money they were throwing out there to help people with their rent. But of course, she doesn't understand all the ins and outs. Um, I think that she was um, liable to pay some of the rent while she was waiting to be approved for the program, which she didn't get. So that only lasted a few months. And uh, now she's back living with a friend and says she's going to get an apartment again. Um, you know, and I just kind of go with it. Um, that's really all I can do. Uh, she's an adult and I have to respect that even if I feel like what she's doing is destructive, even if I feel like it's not the best thing for her to do. Um, I have to let her, you know, find her own way when it comes to that. So I still handle the money for her because like I told y'all, if you give my baby $20, she's spending $25. So I still handle those things for her. Uh, but I have to allow her to make some decisions on her own, even if it's not what I would want for her. And I have to admit, it isn't perfect, but she's doing a lot better without her medicine than I ever thought she would do. And so um, I have gotten to the point where I, I take it day by day. And if she's not calling me stressed out, I just take that as a good day. <laughs> um, you know, I, I answer when I, you know, whatever questions I can. Sometimes I do put it back on her. You need to figure that out. You need to ask those questions. Um, because, again, she does have to um, adult a little bit. You know, um, we've talked about this before on the show. In the United States, and especially where I live in Florida, they aren't the best in terms of having the right laws in place that would allow people to assist those with a mental health disorder. Uh, they are given a whole lot of leeway about their lives and they are very, very hesitant to take away any rights from a person, even when they um, don't have the capacity to make the best decisions and it's to their own detriment. And so all I can do is pray. Um, and you guys keep praying for her. But as I said, it's better than I ever thought it would be without her meds. Um, I don't see her as often as maybe I would like to make sure she's okay. But like today, she just sent me a text and said she was checking on me. <laughs> and I said I was fine. And she said she was fine. And um, she's been doing hair. She's very talented with that. She can look at a style on YouTube and learn that thing with the quickness and do it very well. And so I'm hoping to encourage her to get her license in that. And um, so we're just taking it one day at a time. Um, and you know, and there are three words that I want to use that I hope will be encouraging to some of you who may be in the situation I'm in, whether you're the caregiver to a parent or a loved one who is sick or someone who has special needs. Um, and the first one is patience. That's the first word. And I don't mean patience with the person. I mean, we need that too. But patience with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Uh, give yourself, allow yourself to be angry when you're angry. Allow yourself to say, you know what, I, I need a minute when you need a minute. 
Be patient. Don't get so agitated with yourself. Like, oh, I should have handled that better. Be patient with you. Uh, because it's a tough situation when you're dealing with somebody with special needs they're still an adult and they want to do what they want to do if it's an elderly parent um, it's hard for them to admit that they're getting older they may not understand as much and they take it out on the people around them and it's okay for you to say this is getting on my nerves (laughs) you know just be patient with yourself and allow yourself to feel that it's okay to do that um, so that's the first word, patience, but patience with you, not just with the person, although that's a very important, but patience with your own reactions, with your own feelings, with the way that you are handling it, what emotions um, are being evoked into you. And so be patient with yourself. Um, that's the first thing. Um, so that would be the first word. The next word that I would use is honesty. Be honest. With you, yourself, and with the people around you. Sometimes I think, especially when you're dealing with somebody who has a mental health uh, disorder, you know, people don't want to see what's right in front of them, right? Or there's some stigma related to saying this person is bipolar, this person has schizophrenia, whatever it is. I'm not saying that we walk around telling the whole wide world, but sometimes for people to better understand what's going on, you have to be honest. Uh, where I work, I was uh, talking to a young lady who has a, a health um, a diagnosis that I'm not going to disclose. But she talks about how at first she was so afraid to say anything. And once she was honest about it, the people around her were so willing to help. If you're honest about what you're going through, you may find a village that you didn't even know existed, right, that is willing to help you. If you can be honest and say, I'm struggling today. Can somebody else go check on mom? Can somebody else make this phone call for her? You know, you, you will find sometimes that village but don't try to kid yourself or anybody else I got it I can do it all you know because as women especially black women we talk about that it's the you know it's the it's the cape take your cape off fold it up real nice sit it on the bed and just be honest with yourself and others about what you're going through and that when you need help and honest about what's going on with your family member because Sometimes it helps people to be more compassionate if they understand better, especially when you're dealing with like, in my case with my daughter, it's an invisible disability, right? So you're not going to look at her and know right away necessarily that there are some challenges there. And so she may respond to you in a way or you may ask her a question and she may not look at you. She may look at me. She may look down. And the person thinks she's being disrespectful. She isn't. She's on the spectrum and they don't always look at you period point blank and so without telling all your business sometimes it's important that you're honest so that you can get that burden off of you and so that people around you um, can help because like I said there may be a village it doesn't have to be a family member who's biologically related to you it could be a good girlfriend who's willing to say girl I didn't know that it was you know you seem to be handling it all tell the truth about that thing Um, Because you have to guard your own mental health if you're going to be there for others. I know people say that a lot, but I promise y'all it is the honest to God truth. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of others. And that really leads me into the last word that I want to share with you today. And that is, it's a luxurious word. It's indulge, right? I know that's not a word you would expect me to use, but indulge. And by that, I mean, take a day, take an hour, take 15 minutes and indulge do something that is just about you whether it's going to the nail salon I think I used to tell you guys that I still go 
Um, it's my little break. And I did it a lot, especially when she was really putting me through it. Because it was my hour, whatever, to just unplug and and do something that brought me joy. Period. It had nothing to do with her. It wasn't phone calls that I needed to make for her. It wasn't dinner that I needed to make for the fam- family. It wasn't work. It was just something that was purely for me. And do that at least once a week. Whatever it is. If it's a walk, take a longer walk than usual. You know, one of the first things that I did when I really started walking in this way was um, I, I wish that I had indulged more when my children were younger. Um, I didn't always mind my own mental and physical health. I did like a lot of moms. You know, you put your uh, you put your uh, needs, your um, appointments on the back burner. You know, like I work. So if the kids got sick and then they had two or three appointments and I had one that week, guess whose appointment got canceled? <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> mine, right? Because I had to go to work. And, you know, like one time she messed around and was doing flips and it kept telling her to stop. She did it anyway. And she like fractured, had a little hairline fracture in her ankle. So that took precedent over anything else that week. Whatever appointments I had, yeah, I will not be getting my teeth cleaned. I'll holler at y'all when I can reschedule or whatever it was because I had to deal with that. And, you know, we always worry about how people are going to perceive us if we're missing a lot of time at work. So I did not indulge or take care of my needs as much as I should have. And as they got older... And I could just tell it was really taking a toll on me. I had to do that. And so I have an appointment every three weeks. And I get my nails done or I'll get a pedicure or whatever it is. And it's just for me. Now, I might have to find something else because y'all, these prices is real. (laughs) But for right now, that is still what I do for me. And I am begging each of you, no matter whether it's um, a, a parent, your child, You cannot be there the way you need to be if you're tired and run down. And and quite frankly, you can become resentful. You may not mean to, but when you feel like you can't ever take a moment for yourself, you can be you can become resentful. And so you don't want to get to that space. So take the time for you, whether it's, you know, uh, running a nice bubble bath. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant or quite frankly, expensive, but do something for you. I did. Um, do a self-care like workbook Um, and people who have purchased it and used it have talked about how much they enjoyed working through it because it allows you to find out what are the things that really bring me joy what are some small changes that I can make so that I am a better me for those who depend on me Uh, so those are the words that I wanted to share with you today Um, As I said, uh, October, I believe it's October 10th, is World Mental Health Day. And I want you all to promise me that at least on that day, you'll take a few minutes to do something um, that kind of centers you, um, makes you feel a little bit better mentally, because mental health is health, and it can affect you physically. Uh, Trust me, I know there are times when my body has just flat out told me, sis, you finna sit down. (laughs) If you don't figure that out by yourself, I'm going to help you figure it out. And, and a lot of it came from just the, it was a lot of emotional and mental stress when you're trying to get diagnoses, right? Because they don't always give you the diagnosis that you know the child has, or they give you the runaround about services, or the school is tripping, or whatever it is. It's a lot. And, you know, healthcare being the way it is, I think I told y'all, who would have thought I had surgery and it was pushed to later in the day than we thought it would be? 
they sent me home at 2 a.m. Like completely delirious out of my mind. I clearly was struggling and needed at least to be overnight. They sent me home at 2 a.m. So health care is not what it used to be. They're giving you the runaround about that while you're trying to help your loved one. You know, insurance, the whole thing. It's a lot. And uh, it can really overwhelm you. And so I want you to promise me that at least on World Mental Health Day, that you will decide that this will be the day that I am going to start taking out some time to make sure that I do something that brings me peace and centers me and brings me joy so that I can come back to the person I need to be for those who depend on me. And that's it. Um, I told you guys my endeavors for these to be a little shorter. I just want to um, have a moment to speak to you. Sometimes they may be a little longer when I have a guest. Um, there's something going on that I think we should discuss. I will have one of those that I recorded a while back in a couple of weeks. Um, the next time we speak, uh, it'll be not necessarily about my baby girl, but this is for all the parents in the house the next time I'm on the mic. And I'm going to talk about why words matter and why you definitely have to pay attention to the words they use when they talk about your child in the school district. And I'll give you an example of something that I experienced uh, and why that is something that we have to watch out for and pay attention to. Uh, but with that, that's all the time we have for today. Again, happy World Mental Health Day early. Please, please take some time out to think about what you're going to do to love on you. Uh, if you want to hit me up and talk to me, you know what to do. It's KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. That is KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. And if you're interested in the workbook I mentioned, I'd be happy to share a couple of pages with you and give you the information if it's something that you're interested in purchasing. Um, but I'll give you the first few weeks free so that you can uh, experience it and maybe use that to get you started on World Mental Health Day. Uh, so until we get a chance to speak again, be blessed. <laughs>